The new world is upon us, born-again believer. I don't know where you are in your born-again believership. This is the believership of Christ. I don't know where you stand in your believership in Christ you see we are not all at the same place we're not all at the same place some of us are here and some of us are there some of us are here and some of us are over there but if you are a born again believer you're somewhere in the believership in your believership Christ deals with you individually he will not group you into a lump sum of believers in him he will deal with you individually you are an individual prospect an individual plot of land see God is a harvester he's a planter he's a farmer by nature takes a plot of land he plants a seed inside of it he waters it he nurtures it and then he brings it up and brings it up and protects it protects the flock protects the crops from being destroyed to him he's not afraid to put his neck on the line see <laughs> oh my gosh lord you're always talking and speaking in slow you're always talking and speaking in low you have a low voice <laughs> you have a low voice it doesn't scream it doesn't shout you said you always protect those things that are close to you you always draw them near to you You always make a way of escape. And, I, and I've dealt with that scripture for so long. You always make a way of escape. You always make a way where you can get out of this thing. You always make a way where it doesn't consume you. It doesn't consume you. He always make a way for whatever you going through will not consume you, will not destroy you, will not strip you of your godly place in him. See, in the world, you among a bunch of strippers, 
They want to <laughs> they want to strip you of your right to love your God. <laughs> they want to strip you of your right to love yourself. They want to place all types of innuendos on your life so you just stripped of any hope of anything. Setting you up for perpetual failure. See the system of the world. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a firm believer. That's the system of the world. Sets you up for com perpetual failure. Let's think about it for a second. If you're successful in the world. You had to pry something from the world. You had to pry something from the world. You had to fight. You had to dig. You had to beat. You had to scratch. You had to make sure. You talk about all these people is making six figures and making seven figures. They had to pry it out, out of the hands of the world. They had to beat down the devils of the world. They had to fight like all oh, hell to get that. That's what the world requires. That billionaire. You know how many slaves that billionaire got? That multimillionaire. You know how many employees that's being paid far less than what they worth? Trying to strike an equilibrium, but ain't even trying to swing the blow. Ain't trying to strike nothing. These people that you see, people that you think is making all this money, they're serving the system. I'm going to say this to you. Anybody that's making that kind of money, whatever that kind of money means to you, are serving the system. They are part of the system designers. They're part of the system enforcers. Let me say that again. If you making money from this world, then you think you just making money in a peaceful way. You don't think you most for the most part serving the system. There might be some special individuals that got that little special place that their money ain't made off the backs of slaves. There may be a little few. There might be some inheritance. I love the inheritance generation because they do what they want to do. They do what they want to do to serve the humanity, to serve the peace. They wasn't destructors of the faith. They wasn't destructors of the life. They wasn't destructors. They was just an appreciator of it. A vehicle, a tool, so I can ride into the humanities, so I can ride into the best of humanities, so I can ride into creating something that's better than, than what I see where I am and where I am. And that's a noble cause and that's a noble place to be. And I thank you. But you got to understand that anybody, whoever you are and whatever you do, if you make a certain amount of money, and I don't know what that threshold is, somebody can tell me. But when you're making a certain amount of money, you're serving the system. Unless you got a special niche. And God bless the special, special niche people. 
you're an engineer, you're a computer programmer, you're a financier, you're a doctor, you're a banker. All those things serve the system. And to serve the system, you got to have the mind of the system. To serve the system properly, you got to understand the mind of the system. See, the, the born-again believer should be in a niche market. He should get his prosperity from a niche market. I don't know if that's a joke. But it was funny to my spirit. Because everybody ain't going after your God. Everybody don't love your Lord. Everybody don't understand how you wake up in the morning and crying on your pillow and asking the Lord Jesus Christ why you going through what you going through at the same time you realizing that what you going through is making you a better person because it's making you closer to him. It's driving you closer to him. Everything you go through ain't wasted because everything you go through makes you want to run to him faster. You know, it's sometimes you can jog to the Lord. I'm going to break it down. Sometimes you can crawl to the Lord. Sometimes you can get on your two feet and run and walk to the Lord. Then you might want to pick up a pace. You might want to pick your pace up a little bit and start doing a light jog. And then after you get rid of that light jog, you know what? It's too much. I'm taking too much fire. Because you know when you're crawling, when you're walking, or when you're light jogging, you're subject to more fire. You're subject to more of the enemy's fire. But when you get up and start running, when you start running towards your Lord, when you start running towards your Lord, you like a running back. That's got to get into the end zone. The end zone is the Lord Jesus Christ. And you always fighting and hitting and driving and banking it sure. You making it sure that you don't fumble. Cause see, you got a place to go. You're making it sure. See, I'm going into some places so I can go into your heart. I can go into your mind because I'm coming out of my heart and coming out of my mind with what I'm talking about in the first place. See, we taking a journey. I'm so sick of wishy washy people. I'm sick of wishy-washy people. Love you today, hate you tomorrow. Wishy-washy people get on my nerves. You know why? Because you can't plan nothing with them. You can't rely on them. God don't like wishy-washy people. It says that if you wishy-washy, don't think you're going to get anything from me. That's what he said. That's what that's what the word said. Double-minded people shouldn't expect to get anything from God. That's what it says in the word. Ye that are double-minded, don't expect God to answer any of your prayers. That's where we can be in the area of the wishy-washy mind. Many of us born up. Again, believers are wishy-washy. I was a wishy-washy believer, a wishy-washy believer. I'm in the day and out tomorrow. 
I got a little tingle in my, my groin area and I'm out. I got a lesser little tingle and I'm back in again. I'm satisfied because I had a chance to dip and dab. Now I done dipped and dab. Now I want to come back in knocking on the door. I want to be righteous again. Going through this wishy-washy relationship. That don't mean that what you're going through is not valid. Don't get me wrong. Doesn't mean that you didn't earn those stripes. Don't get me wrong. Doesn't mean that you didn't come to the party dressed right. Don't get me wrong. It just means that you got to finish. You got to finish. You got to confinish. You have to finish. You have to come and finish. You have to con come finish. You have to come and finish your task. See, you gotta put your banners up. See, that's 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 what this is about right now. As born again believers, you gotta put your banner up. Whose house is this? You know, when Passover, it was about the blood and the the angel of death seeing the blood on the doorpost and wouldn't strike that house. But it's about the banner. Who banner you waving in front of your house? Every one of us got a house. The house is your life. The house is your spirit. The house is your world. You got a world that you live in. Every one of us. And we live in these worlds around other people that are living in their world. I can't enter into your world and you can't enter into my world. We're just swiveling and changing lanes in the same and different worlds. All at the same time. But we're here. That's what makes us the same. See, it makes us the same that we all have our own individual worlds within a world. See, <laughs> come on now. So, so I got there. Can I look over here? Maybe somebody, maybe these wood chips understand what I'm saying. Maybe this rock right here. Let me talk to this rock. Maybe it can understand what I'm saying. Maybe I need to find a chipmunk I can talk to about the goodness of the Lord. Maybe I need to, Jesus said, if, if you don't do it, the rocks will cry out. He said the rocks, because, you know, oh, somebody got to give a witness to it. See, I'm out of my mind. I've lost it, see. What good am I to a person? What good am I to a system? What good am I in this world to anything? I'm part of the niche market, see. I got, it says it lives by the gospel. Those that are of the gospel should live by the gospel. That's a niche market you got to understand. I'm living a niche market. Anybody want to hear that? I'm talking about. We've been trained up to be, we've been thought in to be, to be. We've been transformed to be and to be. We even, we didn't laid out our heart in to be. We didn't focused and, and, and forecasted ourselves in to be some, some self-induced reality. See, you're part of a system that rejects Christ and his personality. So therefore, you got to find something to relate to. Every human being is trying to relate to something because you're out of a world and in a world and in a world and out of a world.
So you're out of the world of you're out of the world of God, but you're in the world He created. <laughs> That's a paradox. I'm out of the kingdom of God. See, God wants to put you in a kingdom. God wants to put you in in His kingdom while you walk around in this world. God wants to put you in His kingdom while you walk around in your world. That world in your mind. He wants you to saturate that world in your mind in His kingdom. Put it down, lay it down. You know, when you come into another kingdom, you got to sometimes take the clothes off that you was wearing. You got to sometimes take the clothes off that you was wearing when you was where you was before. When I'm where I am before, I dress like this. But when I go somewhere else, I sometimes, if I really want to understand the culture, if I really want to understand the culture of the kingdom that I'm going into, I got to dress a little differently. I got to put off the things that I used to wear. I got to put off the sneakers. I got to put off the cargo shorts. I got to put off the tank tops. I got to figure out what's a proper retirement from where I'm going. There's a kingdom inside of you and there's another retirement, something you got to put on. You got to get dressed in the morning differently. See, I'm getting dressed right now. Don't you see me putting on my boots of righteousness, my boots? I'm sorry, my boots of the gospel. Don't you see me putting on my bridle, my girdle, my girdle, my girdle in the name of Jesus, the girdle, the girdle of the truth girdle of the truth. You got to understand I'm putting on the gospel. Breastplate of righteousness. And girdle of preparation. See, preparators. See, I'm preparation. Getting some preparation going. The girdle. Don't work it out. Don't sorry. Don't worry. I'll stammer and stumble a little bit. But catch me if I fall. Just don't watch me fall. Catch me if I fall. Reach out a hand and catch me if I fall. So we can keep marching towards the Lord. I got a breastplate of righteousness on and a helmet of salvation. This is the 18-minute preaching.